You're listening to Daily Notes, presented by Home Sideways. On the last episode of Daily Notes of 2022, we look back at the entire year of 2022 movies on Letterboxd. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I drink your milkshake. If you only knew the power of the dark You have my curiosity. Now you have my attention. This is how I win. Shall we begin? Hey everybody, welcome back to the Almost Sideways Movie Podcast. My name is Adam, these are my daily notes where I have fun conversations about films. This will be a very quick episode here. I wanted to do kind of a recap episode of 2022. We're looking back at my letterbox account and seeing all the movies I had documented, movies and TV shows that I documented um, on letterbox, and they keep track of your stats. We're going to go over the stats and see what actors I watch the most movies of, directors, so on and so forth, uh, and... Yeah, it's going to be a really fun time. I'll make sure to leave my link to my letterbox page in the show notes down below so you guys can give me a follow over there. I try to post whenever I watch a movie. I post a little review. I have a bunch of lists there as well. Uh, uh, film rankings from different years, uh, different genres or franchises rankings as well. A really fun, kind of a fun time overall. So no movie review today, but a really quick little recap session of 2022. I think it's going to be really uh, fun. Uh, could be fun. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Uh, anyway, make sure you guys like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. And also, hit me up on Twitter, at Adam Sideways, and give me a follow over there. All right. So, 2022 on Letterbox here. I had 313 di- um, diary entries, the uh, entries into the different films or shows or whatever. Uh, 248 of those things were reviews. I made two new lists, 84 I uh, guess likes on my reviews, I guess, um, and 581.4 hours of movies I watched, I guess. That's a lot of hours, it looks like. Uh, so, I watched 313 films watched, and there's a couple of movies I did watch a couple times as well, so they would count into that total. Uh, 26.1 average movies per month, it looks like, also, and six movies a week. Uh, yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> a lot of movies there. My very first film that I watched in 2022 was a 1921 film called The Phantom Carriage. Now, this was going to be on one of my first time watches of this episode, but yeah, first film of 2022, the review I put out was first film of 2022. Had no idea this was a New Year's Eve film. It totally has a creepy vibe to it, an intriguing watch. Now, this was a Criterion-released movie. I think I gave it three and a half stars. A really solid little film here from Victor uh, Georgstrom. Georgstrom, I think that's how you say the last name. Um, also stars him. him uh, Hilda Borgstrom's also in a Tory uh, Sevenberg. Uh, yeah, so, very interesting movie. It's uh, essentially it's a New Year's Eve. Three drunkards evoke a legend. The legend tells that the... the that the last person to die in a year, if he is a great sinner, will have to drive during the whole year the phantom carriage that picks up the souls of the dead. A pretty interesting little silent film here. Uh, I enjoyed it. If you have Criterion, I, it's, that's what the release I found. I found it at Half Price Books. So uh, one of the movies I probably wouldn't have found streaming or found otherwise, but really intriguing kind of watch there. So definitely check out The Phantom Carriage. 
Uh, the last film I watched in 2022, granted, I am recording this a couple days before this will, it will drop, so I probably have seen something else, but the last recorded one I have on here on Letterboxd is Smile, 2022 film, horror film. Uh, probably like a two-and-a-half-star film for me. It's kind of an entertaining, has some intriguing moments here. It has a really good performance by Soshi, Soshi Bacon. Uh, she has a really kind of unsettling performance here and solid stuff from her. Uh, but it basically is kind of an It Follows prototype. It follows a lot of similar beats as that, but there's some haunting imagery and also cool, cool to see Kyle Penn back on the big screen as well. So it's my last film that I have recounted as I'm recording this episode on the December 29th. Uh, my most watched films this year, a couple of 2022 movies got rewatched here. Like, I've watched uh, Morbius, uh, Thor Love and Thunder, and Top Gun Maverick. I've watched those a couple times now. Obviously, I want to go back and rewatch like other movies too this year that possibly could make my top 10. Definitely want to rewatch some other ones to try to figure out if they are top 10 worthy of 2022. Um, also, I watched. Super bad three times this year. I watched The Proposal with Ryan Reynolds and uh, Sandra Bullock a couple times this year as well. Those are my kind of multiple watches. It looks like the genres of... I watched 113 films in the comedy genre, 98 in drama, 91 in action, 89 in uh, thriller, 63 in adventure, 60 in horror. I guess the list does go on and on there. Um, I guess the... 282 films were United States films, and then goes down to 33 films for UK. So I, I did. There's also breaks into different countries here, as well. Most spoken languages, other than English, English had 293 films uh, spoken language, and then next up was Japanese with seven films there, and then Spanish with three. With my top, and then you got three for French, two for Swedish, one for Cantonese as well. So. Kind of my uh, spoken language list there. Uh, let's go down here. So we're going through the my top actors, and there's uh, several actors here. Uh, my most seen actor this last year was Nicolas Cage with six films. So Nicolas Cage movies. Oh, I guess it's a three-way tie. Oh, no, no, no. No, there's not a three-way tie. There's a five-way tie for first. With six films. It's Nicolas Cage, Stanley Tucci, Jillian Moore, Chris Pratt, and Paul Rudd. Let's go over Nicolas Cage to see what movies I watched of his this year. I watched Moonstruck, Knowing, Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse, Adaptation Next, and The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent were the movies I've seen there. Uh, Moonstruck, Ad Adaptation, and Next were all first-time watches. Obviously, uh, Massive Weight of Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent was a 2022 movie. Really solid one. Then rewatches of Knowing and Spider-Man. Stanley Tucci, I did binge watch the Hunger Games franchise, so that's why some of those movies are on there. Obviously, the Hunger Games franchise and Wild Card and The King's Man, all Stanley Tucci movies. Julianne Moore was two Hunger Games films next with Nicolas Cage also. Crazy Stupid Love, first time watch of Far From Heaven and The Lost World of Jurassic Park. Chris Pratt had three Jurassic Park films. Thor Love and Thunder, Delivery Mad, and The Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. And Paul Rudd had a Bob's Burgers, the movie, Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Walk Hard, Dewey Cox Story, Knocked Up, and Clueless. 
Uh, first time watching watched a walk hard. It was all right for me. I, I didn't really care for it too much. Chippendale Rescue Rangers and Bob's Burgers for 2022 movies that were really solid. And of course, Forgetting Sarah Marshall is celebrating an anniversary this next year in 2023. So definitely look for probably a deep dive or a daily notes episode for that because that's a really solid movie there. Um, next up on my list, I'm not going to really go through the movies I've seen in them, but Philip Seymour Hoffman came with five, Goldblum came with a five, Seth Rogen with five, Harrison Ford with five, Jonah Hill with five, Colin Farrell with five, Bill Hader with five, Vince Vaughn with five, Liam Hinsworth with five, Barry Keegan with five, Courtney Cox with four, because I believe we binge-watched the Scream franchise, that's probably where that came in, yep, uh, David Arquette with four. Uh, Laura Dern with four, William H. Macy with four, and John Turturro with four as well. Uh, directors, it hands and above the number one director I've watched the most movies of was Steven Spielberg with eight films. And his movies I watched this year were The Fablemans, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, E.T. the Extraterrestrial, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Minority Report, Lost World Jurassic Park, and Jurassic Park. Uh, so pretty some iconic movies there, and obviously his Fableman movie was a 2022 movie. Uh, Del Toro was another director that got a lot of love for me. Uh, he came in at, he came in at number two at number with five, and I watched Chronos, uh, which is really good. Which I'm going to be doing a daily notes episode on Chronos for 2023. So early preparation as you as you see from behind the scenes there. Del Toro's Pinocchio mimic was on our horror watch uh, for October. We got Blade Two and Nightmare Alley, which is another really good movie from 2021. Uh, then we go down to four. Uh, our next, our third place director was Jeff Tremaine of the Jackass Jackass movies. So I watched all four of those movies. So got some love there for Jeff Tremaine coming in number three. Uh, and then we have a bunch of ties at our fourth spot here. We have uh, Colin Trevor uh, Trevorrow with three films, uh, Francis Lawrence with three films, James Cameron with three, Russ Qua- Craven, Sam Raimi. Oh, no, Wes Craven's also three. Sam Raimi at two. Uh, Jeff Fowler, Michael Bay, Ryan Johnson, Norman Jusen, Paul Thomas Anderson, Emil Ardolino, Dorlino, Annie Fletcher, Kenneth Branagh, Michael Stroller, Judd Apatow, Rob Zombie, and Craig Galipsy all coming at number with two films I watched of theirs this year as well. So, uh, really, uh, some really good directors here. Let's, let's look at Connor Galipsy and see. Uh, Lars and the Real Girl and Fright Night, really both first-time watches, really enjoyed those. Rob Zombie was Halloween 2, which is a really cool rewatch. Uh, the Monsters, is the Netflix movie that he did, was not a really good movie. Nicholas Stoller, Get Him to the Greek and Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Uh, Apatow, of course, you got uh, The Bubble, which is not good, and Knocked Up, which is really good. Annie Fletcher... I've watched her movie, The Proposal, twice this year, but also Hocus Pocus 2 was one that we had watched. Emil Ordolino was Sister Act and Dirty Dancing, both first-time watches there. Uh, and we'll do one more. Norman Jusen was uh, Moonstruck and In the Heat of the Night, uh, both first-time watches, really solid films for, for those as well. Scrolling down here, I guess the producers... Uh, I'm not really going to say it. It's the Weinsteins coming with uh, 10 movies of theirs I've watched. You got Frank Marshall with nine. Uh, writers, Colin Trevorrow came in with four. Jeff Tremaine with four. Del Toro with four. Spike Jones with four movies. And David Cope with four films each for the writing category. The editors, Michael Kahn came with nine films that I watched of his that were edited by him. Cinematography was Peter Dimming uh, with six films. Uh, 
Um, yeah, so really cool. It breaks down so many stats here. My most uh, liked review was from the movie Lightyear this year. It had about six reviews. I enjoyed the animation, and it's a fun adventure. It's mid-tier Pixar movie for me, though. That's a simple review, but I got that was my most liked review, I guess. And then it really goes the highs and lows of my film journey here. Uh, highest average film that I watched was Spirited Away with a 4.5 average here on Letterboxd. My lowest average movie was Jeepers Creepers Reborn with a 1 star rank average. Not a good movie. Uh, my most popular film that I watched this year was The Batman, uh, which is Robert Pattinson film with a 4.1 star rating, but it's the most popular film on Letterboxd right now. Uh, most obscure movie was a stand-up comedy of Gary Owen, Black Famous. Uh, I'm not sure. It probably didn't have hardly any, um, yeah, hardly any ratings at all. So that's probably why that is the most obscure. But you can do stand-up specials there, and I always, whenever I'm trying to watch something, I always put put them on there. And then it also gives you a big long list of films that you had watched, and I'm not gonna bore you with that. You guys can check out the letterbox there. But I just really wanted to just kind of recap my last year. It was kind of really fun. Uh, oh yeah, there's and they also in this list too highly rated films that you're yet to see, and there's also a highly rated uh, rated with your friends on Letterbox as well. So a lot of really cool, fun stuff that you guys should check out if you don't have Letterbox. Uh, maybe give it a, give it a shot. The only thing I don't really like about it is that they do five stars, and we at almost I was only do up to four stars. So it's kind of really kind of a hard predicament where to put stuff. And I think going forward. I was going to bypass the fifth star and just start rating it exactly how we do in Almost Sideways with a four-star rating. And so it might look funny, but yeah, if you see a four-star rating, that means it's probably the, the best movie I've seen this year. So going forward for 2023 movies, that is. So a uh, really fun list. I'm definitely going to be keeping track of it. And you can go back and watch, like, look at other like lists I've done with Letterboxd, too. I don't have nearly as many movies plugged in because I really wasn't reviewing. I was just making lists a lot. So uh, definitely check out Letterbox if you haven't. Uh, my link is in the, the show notes down below. But that is my episode for Daily Notes, the last episode of 2022. Really excited for 2023. A lot of good movies coming out and a lot of cool Oscar stuff. We have some really a top 10 list coming up in a couple weeks. We have uh, Almost Sideways Movie Awards, which we're doing for the first time ever. Really excited for that. So definitely stay tuned. A lot of cool things are happening in the near future with Almost Sideways Movie Podcast. Till next time. I will see you in 2023, and I believe our first uh, watches are going to be from the year 1993, going back 30 years. Till next time, guys, we'll see you later.